ho, Tudor minded people. It's Philadelphia Carry for Tudor Time Machine. The word I share with you this week is dastard. Dear friends, I lament that it is not always easy to be a lady to Queen Elizabeth. She is very demanding. We must learn languages, we must dance at the crack of dawn, and I tell you true, the part of serving Her Majesty that I find most troubling is that someone is always trying to end her life in bloody murder. Oh my, I cannot tell all the attempts. Once wax statues were found in the house of a Catholic priest. Elizabeth and two of her counsellors were intended victims of dark magic. Of course they tried to poison Elizabeth, and once a fellow named William Parry decided to bring the Queen's life to an end. I was not present, but I have heard that this William Parry entered the throne room with a knife and was so overcome with Elizabeth's gloriousness that he abandoned his foolish errand. Indeed, one must be the most pathetic dastard to try such antics. In the end, it was Parry himself who lost his life, in quite a gruesome way. Indeed, I'm sure he did not visit the stables after such behaviour, for it would have been full of nightmares. <laughs> Dastard. How now, Tudor Files? What think you? If you're new here, I'm Gage. I'm Jessica. And we're here with Philadelphia Carey for Tudor Word of the Week. Don't miss a word. Do not be a dastard. Listen to the Tudor Time Machine Story Project. So diverting. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. Tudor Files are an amazing bunch. Every one of you has the wit of Rosalind and the heart of Cordelia. Can you give us the spelling of the word dastard Philadelphia? It is spelled D-A-S-T-A-R-D. And dastard actually means coward or even a kind of sneaky coward. My favorite is at times quite a dastard. He so often wishes to avoid a quarrel, but I wish him to quarrel, to smite the other men on the brow, then to show the charm of his calf. Why will my favorite not do such things? Well, I think it might show good sense not to pick fights with people. I mean, then is now. There could be really bad results from silly quarrels. Sometimes people died. It's kind of scary what stupid things people do over quarrels. And I think it's best to just avoid bad situations. What do we call a gentleman who avoids fights? Wise. Surrender. <laughs> do you understand, my dear Gage? Surrender. <laughs> Surrender. Oh, clever, clever me. I got it. We don't really use dastard anymore. We sometimes use dastardly. But we don't really use it to mean cowardly. It's more like a villain. But it's in kind of a comic way. A dastardly character would twirl a long mustache. Actually, do you remember Dick Dastardly and his sidekick Mutt? It was a cartoon probably from the 70s, I think. I'm showing my age. But it was so fun. And Dick Dastardly is always saying drat and double drat and occasionally even triple drat. And sometimes curses foiled again. <laughs> Let's play it. Mm. Drat, double drat, triple drat. Blast the luck. It doesn't work. Uh, that English accent is a little wild. So 
such a fun character. There is no wit in this. You are both very low. That character is a miscreant. Oh, don't ruffle your feathers, Philadelphia. Dastard was used in the purest form in the plays of the 16th century. And the example that we're going to use here is from Robert Greene's play, Orlando Furioso. And what's super interesting about this play, besides the fact that it's pretty wild, we'll get to that in a minute, is that it was printed in Porto, but we also have one set of actual lines that were spoken by an actor at the time. All of the lines of one character. Right. They didn't print out whole scripts for the actors. They each just had a set of their own lines. And now we have the actual pages from the 16th century? Yes, this is the only one surviving example of an individual character's part from a play. And it's from this play, Orlando Furioso. And the part is Orlando, which was played by Edward Allen. And he was an incredibly famous actor at the time. So his lines cover eight pages. They're handwritten. And there are only Orlando's lines and his cues for those lines. That's it. And does that match up with a quarto printing? So there are so many differences. Speeches that are taken out. It's very different. So maybe it was just a different version as it goes forward and they perform it and they write it differently. Gage, it is likely that the talented Edward Allen embellished. An actor has their art. Well, Robert Greene's play, it was very loosely based on an epic poem of the same name that was tremendously famous at the time. The play itself is a kind of grand romance set against the background of the war between Charlemagne's Christian paladins and the Saracen army that has invaded Europe. But if we saw it now, I think we would have to consider it totally a fantasy, not a historical epic. Because knights battle all sorts of monsters, and there's even a part where Orlando loses his wits and a friend of his flies on the back of a hippogriff to recover Orlando's wits, which are on the moon, and they take ships through the stars, and it's all really crazy. And there's a lot of magic. No, it's kind of like a Harry Potter. Then is now. Robert Greene, though, insisted he didn't like magical elements in plays, but he had to use them because he saw this was something that people, his audience, really enjoyed. And where he saw them really enjoying it was in Shakespeare's plays. So he was super influenced by Shakespeare. My dear Gage, do you look down on a flight of fancy? Never. Our word of the week, dastard, is used in this line where a leader rallies his troops to stick to the task. He tells them that if they don't value the time and effort they have made to come to fight and they leave and go home, they're cowards. Also, in good 16th century style, he does this by throwing in an insult against women. Oh, shocking. The men should value their own labors more than women's fooleries. I guess they thought that would really bring home the cowardliness, sort of like the don't cry like a little girl school of insults. So what does he say, Philadelphia? The leader says, let him be thought a dastard to his death that will not sell the travels he hath passed dearer than for a woman's fooleries. What says the mighty Mandracard? A dastard to his death. That's pretty bad. This play is crazy, though. I would love to see all the special effects they used in the time period. Thunder sheets and cannons. And people coated in flour. Delightful. 
Oh, don't be a dastard. Dare, dare, dare. So give heed to the files. Add some 16th century source to your vocabulary with dastard. Drat you, drat, drat and drat. Listen in next time. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.